Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, this is Chase Masterson, founder of the Pop Culture Hero Coalition. This is Nightingale of the Extreme Justice League. This is Mark Animal Mac Young. This is Temper from the Washington Initiative. Hey, everybody. This is Eric the Smoke Moran. This is Wedget, New Jersey's number one real-life superhero. You're listening to Heroes 101 Radio. Why you should listen to Heroes is beyond me. It's Superhero, and you know what to do. I hope you have a super one. before the start of your radio show. I think that's probably somewhere there in Radio Hosts 101. Don't be eating when the music stops. This paper you're hearing me tear is so that I might throw away this gum properly because that's what people do. They don't litter. That's what heroes do, right, guys? Anyway. Sure. Right? (laughs) What a weird way to start the show. It's a weird yeah, year. We get a pass, right? So, <laughs> okay. Welcome to Heroes 101 Radio. And if this is your first time, you must hero. I don't know, man. I just, I was about to say fight. You heard me, right? And I don't know what, I, anyway, welcome. Uh, you know what? We, we, okay. Uh, I'm trying to keep this down to like literally 10 seconds. So we are our show that was created by real life superheroes for real life superheroes about real life superheroes. And it'll teach you how to be a happier, healthier, safer person. And that's what we're all about. We've been doing this uh, since 2011 and um, yeah, love it to all of our, we have over 50,000 listens now. That means someone out there is listening. So welcome to you. Um, With me is my amazing co-host, all the way from the opposite end of the country, he's in Florida, and I'm in California, and uh, I'd like to bring on Mr. Impact. Impact! Woo! Hey. hey, everybody. Technically, I'm Okay, so I'll see you later, huh? Wow, thanks. Technically, I'm actually in Atlanta right now, but normally, I'm in Florida. Normally, you're in Florida. That's right. Right now, you're in Atlanta. That's right. That's right. You travel. Yep, I travel to work a lot, cleaning up the environment, like a ro- like a like an, an uh, hippie ronin. Wow, really? You went there? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's the I next. Did. You know, we have to keep a list of all the superhero, the potential superhero names that we could, and that one would work, hippie right? Hippie ronin. Yeah, RLSH. Think about that. That I think that's a winner. How could you not like somebody with that name? And, well, and um, well, I'm sure our other our our future coming hosts are 
our oncoming, our, what's the word, impending host, I guess. <laughs> um, we'll love that one because he's got a whole list of names that he keeps. Does he, did, haven't we been writing them oh, down? Yeah. Didn't we have something like something brick thrower or something we like that? We had a list that. somewhere. Yeah. It's somewhere. And and that other voice you hear, the obnoxious person interrupting everybody with um, little sound bites is our guy on the soundboard, and that would be Nightbug. Go Welcome shawty, it's your birthday. We wow. gonna party. You know, I didn't have a birthday show this year. Neither did Impact. We didn't have a birthday. We should have had a birthday show, well, but no one's having birthday birthdays. Yeah, this year. What's that? It hasn't been my birthday yet this year, <gasps> so it would have been very hard. Ooh, we might have to do a birthday show because I didn't have a birthday show. I was like, nah, nah, not this year. And uh, yeah, I did it last year. So maybe it's your turn, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I mean, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, our topic today, we are waiting for our uh, one of our guest hosts to show. But before that, um, you know what? This real life superhero thing. If you're listening and you haven't, um, you know, haven't given up on us yet, and, or, or you're just just glued to this, uh, whatever you're listening to, because you're going, who are these weird people? What are they doing? Well, you know what? Uh, one really big thing that's coming up, and this is, um, you know, COVID has been just pooping all over 2020. So, you know, everywhere you turn, you see people going, 2020 has been a horrible year. Um, yeah, I try to look for all the bright spots. And one of the bright spots, um, that happened because, you know, of COVID is that there are so many virtual events you can do now. Um, and there's a huge virtual event coming up for every real life superhero out there because previously this event was only available to people who could afford to attend, who could afford to travel to, um, you know, if it was a city outside of your own, you had to travel, you had to make accommodation arrangements and you had to have spending money you just can't bop into a new town with you know no food money or anything like that so this year because it's virtual this event is for everyone um the event i'm talking about is the ongoing what was the saint jude's warrior dash for saint jude's children's research hospital but I guess it's it's not going to be the Warrior Dash this year because we can't, you know, nobody can go out and do those obstacle courses anymore. You know, it was a three-mile obstacle course uh, with about 20 obstacles. And at the end, you had a wonderful mud crawl, mud jump, whatever. You had to be muddy. Otherwise, you really didn't complete it. Um, this year, we're still on, on November 14th. We're all trying to raise money for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital, and we're trying to do an event from the comfort of our own homes, our own towns, and we're trying to do whatever it is that gets us up and active. Um, so that's important. I know, Impact, you've been raising money, haven't you? I have. In fact, I've come up with a few different um, uh, incentives. I can't even mm-hmm. remember all of them. Um the biggest one is so I'm a karate instructor, and the one I've been pushing out is for every for every hundred dollars that I raise, um, uh, my students will be allowed to beat the crap out of me. I mean, I'm allowed to block, but they they will beat the crap out of me with boppers for one minute. 
Oh my so, god. The more hundreds, awesome. the more minutes that I get attacked that I have to defend against like sticks and stuff. Um oh, the other thing is at five hundred dollars I'm gonna wear a skirt for the run. At eight hundred I'll wear a full dress. I haven't planned I I mean screw it. If we get a thousand I'll go for like a gown. I mean I'd screw it on out, but no, just go for a bikini. <laughs> it's Florida. Uh, I don't think anyone wants to see that, but you know what? Screw it. It's <laughs> If a thousand people, if I get a thousand bucks, I will throw on a bikini. Yeah. Um, I might have to wear like actual shorts for decency standards, but um, sure, I'll wear the bikini top at least. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Awesome, guys. You heard it here. So let's help him get to that. Okay. I haven't thought of. And I also like write donor's name to my arms and stuff yes. and all that fun jazz. I think I'm going to steal some of your ideas. I don't know what I'm going to wear or do or whatever, but uh, I, yeah, I've got to start that. My my fundraising is supposed to start next week and then just push on. So, um, you know, I think I'm going to ask everybody for $2.99. Somebody once told, who is it? Miss Fit, the, the leader of the, the group. And by the way, if you're listening, you go, how do I get in on this? It's really simple. Um, you can, if you want, you can message one of us. Or you can try to contact the person who put all this together, which is um, Denise Massino, M-A-S-I-N-O. Or friend her on Facebook, message her, Missy Fitzgerald. She had to make that name. Her name is actually Miss Fit. It's her real-life superhero name. Um, So, yeah, contact one of us, and we'll put you in touch with this. Because you know what? The theme this year is Batman and Wonder Woman, um, and oh my God, can you imagine? Are you you know you should wear a Wonder Woman or Batman bikini. That'd be rad. It, that, I mean, I will, I will. thousand dollars, a thousand dollars. I mean, I'm doing the I sign up for the Batman run for thousand dollars. I'll do a Wonder Woman or Batman bikini top. There you go, there you go. Uh, you know, guys, the money is. Um, you don't have to raise money if you're going, I'm not good at fundraising. Don't. Just, you know what? Just join us. Uh, do something active on, on November 14th. You know, friend all of us, and we'll all do it together like a big family. Seriously, that's the only way we're keeping family in touch lately is doing all these, you know. There is no Zoom thing on which to do it. It's just do it. And then we'll probably, I think I'm going to create a wall for us all to post videos and pictures. So anyone out there listening, you want to join us? If you do want to raise money, it's for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. And I swear to you, that's, uh, you know, part of our team got to go visit um, St. Jude's uh, Children's Research Hospital in in uh, Tennessee a few years back. And it's a noble cause. It You know, very ill children can, can stay there and get treatment with their families free of cost. So if... If that doesn't sound like a noble cause worthy of giving $2.99 or helping impact anyone else get to their goals, check your pulse because you're probably dead. Um, So we've got a show about um, something that's really, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, impact. I think that your idea is great because it was impact's idea. I'll tell you, he, they wanted to do, he and uh, Bay Coast Guardians, his team out there in so, uh, St. Petersburg. Yeah, go ahead. Let him know what, so, how so it what happened. Is, um, so I was talking to a friend of mine and of the show, uh, Susan Tiger, and um, he, he brought the fact that uh, my team has recently had a lot of luck in recruiting. 
And recruitment in the RLFH community is one of the harder things that we do. Because everyone, cause everyone's got that kind of like, I would totally go be Batman if I could, but they don't actually want to go out and like put in the work to go help people, even while being their own version of Batman. And it's really hard to get people to come out. Um, I've had, I think out of a lot of the real life superheroes, I've had more luck than most people. I think I've, you know, over, you know, five years, I've probably recruited at least five people, which is, which doesn't sound like much, but it's a lot in general. One per year is not a bad rate. Um, and, but recently over the past few months, we have added, we have one like full member brand new member uh one is i tell you two one is publicly a new member one is we haven't talked publicly about this new person yet but we have a second member we have a third who's in the process of buying the gear and is like yeah i'm going to be joining when i get back from vacation or from something or other and then we have a fourth who we're in the process of talking to which for over the course of essentially a month and a half is a lot of new people and almost doubling our team, which is very rare. Um, and, but, and it's not that, and, and a lot of times this stuff's just luck. One of these four is kind of based off of knowing someone says kind of luck, but the other three, we all picked up kind of from a very specific event, which is, which is kind of the point of talk of what we're talking about tonight is how good ways to start picking up people. Um, and I kind of want to bring on our guest host before I go into too much. So with that, we will bring on his teammate, guest host, Good Samaritan. Woo! Welcome, Good Samaritan. Hello. Good to be here. Hello, Andy. Oh, all right, stop with the applause, bug. Okay. That was really weird. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's worth it, but but don't give him the ego. Right. <laughs> yeah, I already get enough of that as it is, just being around yeah. Impact. <laughs> okay, so talk to us about – well, you know, I, before we even get on that, I want to touch on something. Now, when you guys are listening, you're going, oh, why would it be hard to get teammates? Can't you just tell your buddies to join you? You can. You can try to get your buddies to join you, but really, like Impact said, get your buddies are like, oh, I love it, I'll do that, and then you go, hey, we're actually going to go on a patrol. Well, I need you to wear this vest, or I need you to to train with it, and they go, oh, okay, okay. I've well. I've had two friends join us, join me one time when I first started, mm-hmm. and that was it. That's it. Out of many friends I've told about. This. Right. So I would like to to stress, and he said five people in five years. If that doesn't sound like a lot. Let me tell you right now, it's difficult to get new recruits on a team. It's even more difficult to get good quality recruits. Uh, these are You want longevity. You want people who you can count on. If you're walking down a dark alley, which a lot of people do when they patrol because we're trying to help you get safely home at night, so we'll be walking down the same dark alley as you are, you want to know that that person has your back and that they'll know what to do and that they're not a psycho. So you can accept a million people on your team, but to get really good quality people, that's why it takes, you know, so long. So with that, Good Samaritan, you've got the floor. Yeah, well, essentially something that I've been kind of picking up on. I, I don't, I have for the most part 
not gone to my friends and asked them if they wanted to join up or whatnot because my philosophy is uh, if somebody really wants to get involved, they're gonna they're gonna do it. They're going to insert themselves into it. They're going to ask questions. They're gonna pursue it. Um, so if I have to pursue someone else to get in on this, that means that more than likely they've got other things that they're focusing on and that they're not really interested in this, this form of outreach. So I, I always just kind of let people come to me, so to speak. Um, that said, one of the things that, uh, and I think impact can attest to this, that really we found that worked with, especially with these newer recruits, these newer people who have come on board or are in the process of coming on board with our team right now, is that we met them, most of them, uh, through the Black Lives Matter uh, protests and marches that we've been a part of. Um, And it turns out that really you don't – I think somebody else said this somewhere in one of the Facebook uh, posts or whatnot on the recruit center or what have you, but – It's not about trying to find somebody doing RLSH work. That's not going to happen. But if you find someone who's doing charity work and outreach work on their own, you find somebody who's out protesting, you find somebody who's already out working with nonprofits or working with charities. Before I became an RLSH, I was doing a lot of uh, homeless outreach with the church I was a part of, and I had been doing that for years. And so for me, it was a kind of a natural transition. And when we met these newer recruits, they were already marching. They were already out there being active in the community and showing that they were committed. And, and um, our one full-time member who's been with us for, I think, the whole past month and a half had been showing up every – and still shows up every single time there's a protest or a march. They're just – they're there. They're one of they're one of the known uh, community leaders, and they not, not, only are, not only are they there every time, they have organized some of the events. Yes, and and we and we and we say they because um, that is how they identify themselves, or that is their yes. pronoun to say. Yes, um, we're not, we're we're not being cagey with people. Right, um, right. We just have we we just diversify our team. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not, it's not, that's not too far from the truth. It's that that's the, honestly the case. We have a lot of really interesting people uh, from different uh, ethnicities and different beliefs and different um, and different genders and whatnot on our team, which is something that I don't feel every RLSH group can necessarily attest to. Uh, but it's, it's, and that's not like to, you know, peacock ourselves around about, it's it's more of like this is something that's really great, and we understand that you don't always get that, you know. So we're we're definitely very privileged to to have the members that we have. I mean, I could say I always make the joke that I'm a Christian, I'm an evangelical Christian, if you will, which means I'm I'm a Christian, but I try not to be an asshole, basically. Um, <laughs> and I can say and I can say words like asshole. Uh, and uh, and then impact is uh, is uh, Jewish, and then I'm pretty sure we've got an atheistic Satanist on our team. You got to get specific with that because 
again, evangelical people hear Satanists and they think, oh, they worship, and no, they're just an atheist. And then we've got just all these different people with different, just alone in beliefs, just these different backgrounds, and we all kind of come together really well. We mesh well together because we all are very passionate about serving our community of St. Petersburg. And it's just that you need to find the people who are passionate about serving the community that you're serving already. And if you can find those people who have already been active, who are consistently active, who are putting on events, who are, and they have an interest in it, they have a keen interest in it. Um, you can find yourself a good potential recruit that way. And that's, that's what happened with this, with this newest teammate. They were fascinated by us and what, what, what we were about. And uh, it was, it was really just opportunity plus preparation, you know? Yeah. So I, I've, I've had some funny moments actually with this person. Um, I'm just going to shout him out. Uh, Miracle. Miracle is the name of our, is our, is our full recruit. The both both actually their been real out. name and their, and their actual RLS yeah. name are yeah. both Miracle. The real name is Miracle. Sweet. And they go by Miracle as an RLS age. Because we were like, hey, no. what name do you want to go by? Oh, wait. By the way, your name is just awesome. Oh, let's go with that. Um, but one of my favorite moments is, so I we've seen Miracle plenty of times, you know, by early summer. And one day I went to a protest. Um, it was, you know, after I had gotten my COVID diagnosis, after I had been, not my COVID diagnosis, after I had been gone through quarantine, cleared from COVID, was healthy. But my first time out after that, um, I, I went out and and I decided I, I wasn't going to march, but I was going to be one of the drivers behind the march. So I didn't have all my gear on. You know, I had an XJL shirt on. And, you know, I've been wearing, towards, you know, by that point, I had been kind of wearing, I'd been wearing kind of the mohawk with the bandana and the goggles instead of my normal mask. So I figured that was distinctive enough. And I'm sitting there, and this other person who's, Another who is another recruit of ours. Uh, I don't know if they want their name shared yet, um, but uh, I was chatting with one of the one of the now recruits, and Miracle kind of looked at me. And I looked over and I waved happy because I'd seen them many times, and and uh, you know a couple every so often they'd look over and I'd wave, and finally I'm sitting in my car and they come over and say, "Do I know you?" I looked at them and said. Would it help if I wore a lot more blue? And they go, oh, "Are you Impact?" I said, "Yeah." They're like, "Oh my God, I can't!" I'm like, I, I wasn't expecting it without without the armor on. I'm like, "Yeah." When I'm driving the car, doesn't this make as much sense? That's funny. Um, <laughs> and that's that same night though. That was the first time I was talking to Miracle and this other person. And at one point, we parked to go march on the pier. A miracle said, hey, has Impact advised you to join the superheroes yet? And I looked over and I said, well, that offer is open to both of you. And so that was probably around the time where it first started. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, we had talked as a team, or specifically Good Samaritan and I, I mean, the rest of the team was involved, but Good Samaritan and I had been the most active at the protest. And we decided that, you know, Miracle is one of the people that we wanted in. Like, we, we – yeah. We saw them at these protests, and and I was talking tonight earlier tonight. Um, some 
I've mentioned that 150 times in this podcast. I'm not going to go into who they are. You've heard about them. Um, but I was talking tonight earlier, and I talked about these uh, new teammates, and I said, you know, the thing that's important to me is that it's, it's people that are coming out, care about something, are consistent, and are passionate. And not only that, most of the people that at this point have seen some shit by, by, the, by four months into protests. I would, um, you know, Miracle and Good Samaritan, Adam, the fourth person and I, were all on a security wall with Nazis yelling at us a few, uh-huh. like, like a month ago. And anyone that, can, that sits there and can deal with that is kind of someone I want on my back because they stood there and took it. I just took it. They, they were willing to be there to be the security, but also willing to take um, the abuse without getting angry, which is hard. I know, Goody, I know Goody and I were both like, I need a drink after this. So, <laughs> so and I was talking to one of, our, one of our other new recruits, the only one who isn't joining for the protest, but rather joins, is one of the few people who joined because of a friend, um, knowing one of our current members. And when that person asked me what, what I was looking for, I said, we don't care about, we're not looking for a bunch of teeth kickers. We have that. We have a few people that can bust skulls if necessary. What is important is people that have passion, morals, and are willing to go out and do the work. Punching people could be taught. First aid could be taught. Anything else like that can be taught. But caring has to come from within, and that's the people that we look for. And these protests just bring that out. And they and, and to piggyback on that, and I, I said this in a, in a post. I, I had apparently uh, someone I knew from high school. I never had one of these reactions before on Facebook because I don't post that often. Uh, but I posted a photo of Miracle and I from one of the po- protests. It was a professionally done photo. I forget who took it, which photographer, but it was a beautiful shot. I put it up as my cover photo. And, and somebody from my past, way back in the day uh, started trash talking it and trash talking BLM and and then of course everybody and their mother decided to get on and and, uh, and talk with this guy including Impact and Miracle and my mother and my girlfriend and my sister basically everyone in my world just started going to town with this guy and I just remember having to uh to explain to this individual, you know, the, 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 how, how much more, how, how the BLM protesters aren't monsters. You know, they're not the villains. They're the heroes of this story. They're the ones who, when the Nazis were yelling at Impact and I, they were saying to us, hey, we've got your back. Hey, don't worry. We're not going to let anything happen to you. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm here for you. But they, but that was the kind of kindness and generosity that these protesters have in their hearts. They genuinely believe in community. They genuinely believe in helping one another. And that's been very apparent in, in Miracle. 
and, and in their behavior. And when you see that, uh, it, it's something that you just don't see in people every day. You can only see it in those kind of scenarios and situations. You can only see it with those kind of things, like those protests and those marches. Uh, and that's I, I've never, I've never dealt with hatred like this before in my life, and I'm a privileged white guy, so of course I haven't. But I will say that watching these folks stand up uh, in the face of, of such rage, in the face of such um, such odds, uh, and and be calm and be kind. And say, hey, you know what? No, that's okay. Uh, I've got your back. Don't worry. That's just to echo what Impact is saying. Yeah, that's someone I want on my side. So it was uh, it was a good thing that we brought Miracle on board because it's been the shot in the arm that our team has needed since, especially since COVID began. Um, and and I guess one more quick thing to add is like we've been trying for three years as a team to become like kind of established in our local community because, you know, that's important that your community knows who you are when you're doing this. None Even of this if they just say, oh, he's those superhero guys. Yeah. Yeah. None of this uh, crazy, I'm going to hide in the shadows and stalk for the night because you're not going to get any good community response. So we've, we've been trying for three years and we've had some, we've had some luck. But doing these protests, and so for not even from a recruitment standpoint, doing these protests has gotten us so much good community outreach in a way. So many more people, we'll be on the street and we'll see people and they'll come up and talk to us because they know that we are, that we roll out to go help people. People will come up to, and talk to us because they know that we're standing up with them. Even if they're not in the marches, they know that we will stand up to help people. And, and, and I'm not saying that everyone listening has to go be in a march. Not everyone agrees with it, and that's your own prerogative. Not everyone feels comfortable with it, and that's understandable too. But the real takeaway is that you need to find a way to become grant. I mean, aside from the fact that these marches are valuable and they're human rights and all that, you need to find it, it's a way that helps you become ingrained in your community and actually do something that is visible. And I know some people are like, well, I don't want to be visible. I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to help without press. This isn't about press. It's about the community acknowledging you. Because if the community doesn't acknowledge you, then why are you dressed up? You are trying to let people know that you're, help, that you're there to help. We are in these crazy outfits. Everyone goes, oh, we can go to the – there's the blue guy and the green guy. We can go to them. They help people. <laughs> because otherwise, you're just wearing a funny outfit to wear a funny outfit if no one thinks they can come to you for help. Literally every single time we go to these protests, and it's just known now, but even when we first started going, uh, the security people would be – would just go, oh, okay, these guys are going to do security with us. Just like that. Yeah. Um, and now it's just expected. It's like, okay, the superheroes are here. Cool. Let's uh, let's put them in the back. Let's put them up the front line or whatever. The security team either wears yellow vests 
or superhero outfits now. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're all in yellow vests, and they've got four or five superheroes with them. Okay, I have some questions about this. Because people are listening right now, you know, especially if, if this show is for other RLSH. There's Joe Single. By the way, I like the new, uh, these other RLSH names. Green Guy RLSH, Blue Guy RLSH. I think those would be fun. The Nazis called us, uh, the Nazis called us Ninja Turtles. Ninja great. Turtle RLSH. We already had one of those. In fact, I think that's we acceptable. had it. Yeah, that's acceptable. That's awesome. Okay, so for the single, uh, you know, the solo person out there without anybody who's obviously looking to to start getting his team, would you say, because you were saying you don't have to go to these protests, but I, I, I was thinking that um, the message from you guys, and, and this 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 stands to, to reason because um, I temper like you guys um, in Washington, ever since she became the executive director of the LGBT, you know, of, of uh, pride down there. And, and even before that, through her community stuff, that's how she's gotten teammates and help during things. You're right. You're absolutely right. That uh, you'll find impassioned people who are, and let's face it, real life superheroes. Most of us, have a modicum of, I mean, we're not bashing BLM. We're not um, against, you know, we're not homophobic. We, and if you are in the RLSH community, you're pretty called out really fast. So um, I, I, I'm hearing from you guys, and I think this is what single um, leaders out there need to know is that they need to go and do things. It's almost uh-huh. akin to finding um, a significant other. Think about it. If you're in the right places looking for them, you know, or even not looking for them, if you're in the right places, you're going to find the right type of people, right? So, um, exactly. I think, yeah, I, I think it's like looking for a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, or a spouse. You know, you want someone it, who's decent. Yeah, so, and, and you do. And, and it doesn't even, ha- and again, it doesn't even, well, I think, I think, I would in my mind, if there's a protest that you are comfortable going to, some have yeah. been, I mean, I think at this point they've been largely nonviolent by this point. Like in the, yeah. most violence is tapered down. If you are concerned about violence happening, yeah, maybe don't go because obviously you have to go with what you're comfortable with. But if there's stuff that you feel comfortable with, even if you want to go as a um, unaffiliated observer or a non-partial observer, and go offer medical help to whoever needs it. Right. Because honestly, I mean, as as a Jewish person, I'm not going to say I, I, I love Nazis, but if I saw a dude get the, his shit rocked and he was just lying on the ground by himself, even if he was a Nazi, I'd still probably, like, try and wrap him up before I left. Of course, because you're a good person. And it's not even yeah. about protests. What I'm saying is... What you guys are saying, it makes sense, you know, just, it doesn't even have to be a protest, right? If they want to find like-minded, compassionate people, you could find them also at, say, a soup kitchen, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Obviously, 100%. You can, yeah, you could definitely do uh, soup kitchens. You can, there, there are different ways to uh, find organizations and groups that are doing great things. We've got an organization here in St. Pete called Foods Not Bombs. Right. Uh, and they I, feed, I used to uh, go out with them every week for a while, and they were, yeah. they're great folks. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. always organizations like that that are 
that are helping those individuals who are houseless uh, throughout the community. That's a good place to start. Uh, I was also going to say, because you keep bringing up the dating thing, and I'm like, well, what if there was a Tinder for RLSHs? Right. I, I went, you know, and I, my brain went, oh, wait, there is kind of. It's called kind the RLSH.net. RLSH.net. Right. Uh, uh, which is still, which is, yeah, they, well, you got to plug it. Uh, yeah. It's still being worked on, but Discordia has been uh, killing it, just just uh, fixing it up and and. Uh, and, and trying to update it as best as possible so that it becomes more and more and more of a great resource for RLSHs everywhere and for people interested in getting into RLSH work. Um, right. So that, that's another thing. If you go there and there are people working on the site who can help guide you uh, in, in, in finding resources and finding groups and whatnot, to at least that's definitely the goal. I, I, I'm I, I got to check in with Discordia because I know that uh, there's still a lot of work to be done with it. But that's a good place right. to check. Another good place to check is the, the RLSH Recruitment uh, Center on Facebook. Um, right. And where, where you're on there, and I know Impact is on there, and so it's Dusk and a bunch of other folks. And they can, you know, these, if, you're, if you've got questions about, okay, where do I go and what do I do, these are good resources that you can go to online. Uh, but it, but yeah, just Google your city's name, Google outreach programs, you know, and you'll find, I guarantee you'll find different organizations, different groups that are doing great work and have been for years. It's not Let's, hard uh, to, to find the right people. That, those are great leads. Let's go back to that for a second, because honestly, when you talk about the, the places that you go to find, you know, new recruits, and and you're you're getting really lucky, fortunate to be getting these ones by being out, you know, doing doing actual activism by being out there, you know, and and being activists. When you mention places like the RLSH.net, et cetera, I cringed a little, and the reason I like have, and, and I know we all have, uh, for because looking at a name of a real life superhero there in a list. And it's a good thing to have. It's good to have the Wikipedia, et cetera, to have everybody listed. But yeah. I believe that you get more luck and better recruits, better quality. They're going to be there for years, type of people. If you find them actually out doing the shit, I, I have to be honest. Sure. There's oh. so many people totally. out there. Just, you know, right? So yeah. to me, I'm almost I, would say you can go to the RLSH you know, but for me. I would like attracts like, and people who actually walk the damn walk are out there doing whatever you're doing. They're doing stuff. So for me, I'm thinking the the message to go out and and do more in your community is we're going to find good sure. people. You know. Well, what so, I meant by rlsh.net is that they there are people working on that site whose uh-huh. goals are to help. RLSHs find those resources and those organizations and those groups in their area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, saying. I thought you meant that's what I, that's I thought you meant just go there I, and like check out somebody. I don't, I don't mean like click on the wiki <laughs> and find Edgelord Edge McGee and then be like, I'll go to Edgelord McGee. Right? Maybe they can help me. No, no. Wait, Edgelord McGee. I'm not talking about McGee. It's that's a good one. one. By the way, oh, I've got a list uh, of them. Discord is in the uh, chat room right now, and when you said, "Oh, there is something kind of like Tinder for RLSH," she goes, "No, it's not for dating." (laughs) See, Uh, (laughs) no, not that. Yeah, but then she goes, "Oh shit, you gave me an idea though." 
that's that's a there really are very few there are very few positive RLSH Jane stories. Right. You guys don't count. Few. You remember that most, time. You don't count. Most of them most of them unfortunately end in unsolicited dick pics. But let's you know if Right? But, oh hey, my god. The, uh, you know, the next time somebody sends me ropes. one of those, I'm gonna post it and I'm gonna call them out and go look at oh, this sad. Send one it. back. Send right? one back. Oh, send one back. Well, don't there post you it. You'll get banned. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so... Something so I also... Let's, let's, uh, oh, go ahead. Something I really quick I wanted to also um, mention, and this is... It's sort of a, the flip side of when you go out and you go to a soup kitchen or you go to a march or you go to uh, any kind of organization that does uh, outreaches to the houseless. The flip side, and seeing the consist- people who are consistently doing it, the flip side is you need to go and consistently do that, consistently. Continue that to keep going point. out. Thank you. Because, Thank you. because one of the things that – one of the reasons why um, Miracle became interested in our group is because they kept seeing us. And the thing is that we were in our bright-colored outfits every single week. So we stood out like sore thumbs. Um, but because we were always – always out there every week or every other week as much as possible uh, our consistency has been showing to the community that we mean business that we actually and, care that we're that we're not just showboating you know right. we're not just grandstanding right. to make ourselves feel good about ourselves they don't get me wrong it feels great to go out and do a march or an outreach or what have you but you know if as long as you're consistently making the efforts to serve and to care for others. I mean, Impact and I, there was one day, I want to say it was 4th of July weekend, we were not able to go to one of the marches, but we wanted to do something to show our support. So what we did is we went and, I didn't know, not we, Impact got all these, I don't know where he got them from, but he got all these power rates. And we drove up uh, to where the march was going to be about maybe 30 minutes or so before I brought Baxter, the good Samara dog with me. And we, uh, <laughs> and we, we gave the power aids to all the protesters. We were not in costume, but they still recognized us right away. And uh, we just said, Hey, look, we care about you guys. We want you to be safe. And we want you to stay hydrated. Here you go. And they were so very grateful. And I think, Showing up, even if it's just for a minute, to give something and say, here, here's some support for you. You know, uh, it means a lot to the people who are doing all this work. So you have to be consistent as well. You know, you can, the only way you're going to, and the only way you're going to see if somebody else is consistently doing all the hard work and and having the passion is if you're showing up over and over and over again. That's how that works. Right. You know, old school, uh, has been uh, running a um, a food kitchen now. You know, ever since COVID started, he started doing this volunteer food kitchen. He's in charge of one now. And he now has new recruits because of that and because of his needle pickups. And his take on finding recruits, his words were, I don't find good recruits, they find me. Now, mm. he's the I mean, least arrogant person we've ever met. He's so not arrogant. But... I think it just illustrates it, – it backs up what you said just now, that if you stay consistent, you know, they're going to see you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, 
and just I just want to piggyback on a few things uh, Goody said. So when we say consistent, and because I've seen people go the opposite of or I'm not understand this, consistent doesn't mean you have to be out every night. It doesn't mean you have to devote 57 hours a week to being a superhero. Because people have lives. I can't be out every night. I can't always be out every week. Right. But as a team, we have someone out there every two weeks, every three weeks. And sometimes it's longer, unfortunately. We don't like it when it's like that. But sometimes it's longer. We're trying to get people out. But we try, but it's about getting people out as consistently as often as possible. Sometimes it's only once a month. And that's okay. Like, we're not saying, like, you have to have someone out there every night to be consistent. You just have to have someone out there every month. One of the things that I, and, I try to do, one of the things that, and speaking back off of that, that I try to keep in my mind, because I'm ADHD, and I have to, you know, I have to kind of sometimes visualize a goal for myself and be like, just do this one simple goal. If you get this done, great. And for me, I, my goal for the team is, Yes, the once a month thing, but and it's kind of silly, but um, usually when we do an outreach, maybe we do a protest, not every single time, but usually when we do whatever, at the end of it, we'll take a selfie and post it up on the Instagram uh, for our team and, and, you know, just say, oh, we went out and we did this and that. It was a great time. Uh, and in my mind, it's like if we can get one of those once a month, you can see one Instagram post per month then we're doing okay, you know, because that means we're staying con- – we, that, that way we are staying consistent and, um, you know, people are, are seeing what we're, what we're up to. Um, it's silly, I know, but for me, it, it kind of helps me to remember personally to – It's a good measurable to get, goal. To get out there. Yeah. Right. So Let me – um, I just Good Samaritan get out once a month, I know right. that I'm doing – Something right. Anyway, go ahead. Wait, well, we've got it's, I've got a quite a couple questions to ask you guys about this, and then we've got some callers that are on hold that actually want to. Uh, it looks like they want to talk, so um, we'll be bringing them on in a few minutes too. So, um, when you guys really quickly, so that we can get give them enough time to talk too. Um, when you guys are out there from the beginning of it, okay, and so you found somebody like Miracle, um, aside from talking to them, say you don't have the time to talk to them, say you have like maybe five or ten minutes, do you ever just give out your cards or do you have a handout or something? Yes. And do you think yes. that would be oh, a good totally. idea for our other RLSH to just get some cheaply, even if they want to write them themselves, to give to, to do some yeah. cheaply? Yeah. Absolutely. If you have a card yeah. or an email or a phone number, and people, and you know, people are interested. Say, hey, if you have that, we've had we like Goody's really good at this. Like he'll have he'll have a card. And be like, hey, if you're interested, here you go. Look us up because it's got our it's got our email, Instagram. I literally Facebook, carry jazz. our business cards with me wherever I go, even when I go to work. Like uh, I have it in my I have a pouch for some reason. I have so in my wallet. I have a pouch for my utility belt for him. Yeah, and so well, and our business card. Yeah. <laughs> and our business card has a has you know a picture of the team on it with our with our name on it and you know Instagram Facebook whatever email everything on it and yeah I always hand it out to somebody and if they are curious I'll give them a quick elevator pitch uh, I don't have the best elevator pitch but I'll give it 
Um, and it just depends on, you know, and, but the thing about it is that when you do these kind of things, uh, there's always, there's always at least five minutes that you have to spend with somebody, you know, and you should always allow yourself a minute or so to talk to somebody, especially if you, if you see, if you see that they're interested, if they're curious, um, and not everybody, you need to decompress. If you're on one of these marches, even if, let's say, let's say there's no fucking crowd boys showing up and you're just marching down the street and everyone's cheering, you're going to need a few minutes just to be like, all right, I'm going to talk to the person next to me just because I've been cheering for an hour and I need something that isn't a cheer as part of my, to come out of my mouth. Like, right. you're allowed to just talk to the people around you. And yeah. you should. I've made a lot of friends. I mean, I don't see them outside of the marshes, but I've made a lot of friends, people that I know there's a lot of people that I'm friendly with now because we'll be at marches and we'll shoot jokes at each other. I was in the security wall shooting jokes to people. I I got through, like like Goody was saying, we had them yelling specifically at us. For, they would they start singing Teenage Ninja Turtles, Teenage, at us. Um, <laughs> And so I had to start making jokes to the people next to me. I'm like, and I looked at them over at one point. I'm like, what are these guys so proud of again? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. There you we're go. Like, you we're like, what? What, are they, what, are they, what are they supreme over? Like, it, it helps you get through it. So you get exactly. the chance to talk to people, and that's a good time to do it. Yeah, because everyone needs to be compressed when you're dealing with it. And speaking of talking, I think we should bring on, because we've got uh, quite a few people. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um, you know what? We're going to go on with this guy first because we haven't talked in a while. And guys, we will get to you. I'm going to pull you on in just a couple of minutes each. Okay. So, but, uh, we're going to start with this one because we haven't talked to him in a while. Welcome from Washington, Red Ranger. What up, Red? How you doing, Red? Oh, Red. Are you there, Red? <laughs> Red Ranger, are you there, my dear? Okay. You know, if you've got your mute oh, button shit. on. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, we lost him. No, we didn't lose him. Oh, that he's... sucks. Yeah, that sucks. That's okay. You know hey, what, Red? Can you all hear me? Yes, we can. Oh, okay. hey, Red. I was hey, say, okay, sorry about that. Hey, no how's it going? No we, I, I wanted to bring Red on because we haven't talked to you since we had a really somber show on a few uh, months ago when, when uh, there was a shooting in Seattle and Red and, and team had to be there for it. And, and uh, so it is a, a lighter show. And, and I wanted to make sure that you got in to say, you know, to, to say whatever it is you wanted to say so that, you know, it didn't carry the weight of the last show on here. So how are you and how right. do you recruit? Um, well, uh, doing okay. Uh, you know, things are picking up here in Seattle. So, uh, as always, we are patrolling. Um, uh, how do I recruit? Is that, is, is that, is that the question I should be answering right now? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, just, just, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever right. question you want to go with first. Yeah. Or, you know what, just tell us whatever was on your mind while you're holding, whatever you want. I had talk. a question for him. I had, I no, had it's, it's all good. I will say uh, one thing that was on my mind was uh, impact. You wouldn't you wouldn't believe how many nickels I would collect if I could 
for how many times I've been called a ninja turtle on patrol. I think we've all. Oh, I, I believe it. I believe it. Uh, I think oh, you and I. That happens all the time. We've already discussed the Deadpool pool. I believe. Deadpool. Um, we have the Deadpool Echo, pool. Uh, we yeah. have a running bet. Every time we patrol, we take bets on how many times I'm in in a given patrol. I'm going to be called Deadpool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the, really the winner gets coffee or whatever, but uh, or bragging rights, but um, yeah. I guess, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get, I get I those all the time. You just we'll do a, off, right? We'll do a Captain America. We'll do a Captain America to Deadpool uh, ratio and see who gets more. Oh yeah, let's let's go. You know, let's let's keep a tally. But uh, like you said, anyway, you you know, when you're out there doing the job, you got a job to do. So you shrug it off, and and uh, there's work to be done. So that's what that's what you focus on. Um, but uh, how do I recruit? If I were to answer the question, well, actually. Uh, I, I, I got to echo a lot of the sentiments that I've heard Impact say, which is, um, you know, beyond all the training, which is great, uh, whether it's medical, whether it's martial, whether it's, uh, you know, community service or, or whatever kind of training you can bring to the table, all of that is a super duper plus. But the one thing that's really, a, a, you know, a make or break for, you know, are you the right kind of person for this kind of work is if you have the right heart for it. You know, like you said, are you the kind of person that's going to put yourself out there and really do what needs to be done without expecting a paycheck or any kind of glory credit or anything like that? You know, are you going to do it because it needs to be done or um, are you going to be, you know, one of the people that, that waits around or asks for something in return or, or whatever it is that prevents the good in the world from, from getting done? Um you know, so if, if you're one of those people that just says, you know, I, I want to be one of those agents of good in the world, and you have that in your ethos of being, then, you know, that's, that's the, I would say, the highest benchmark for, for if you're cut out for this kind of work. So that, that, I would say, is the first thing I look for. After that, it's, you know, how much training discipline do you have, you know, are you willing to do the work? Because like Impact said earlier, if you're not willing to do the work and if you're not willing to actually get out there and help people and have people say, hey, those guys in the costume, I recognize them. I'm, you know, I know that they're there to help. If you're not willing to be that person, um, then you're just a person in a costume. And that's not who we are. So um, a lot of traits there. 100%. Well, you know what? Yeah. Here's the thing. I, we, we've got to have a follow-up to this because – you know, we can uh, we can say that, wow, I really love that person coming out here and doing that. So we got to have a follow-up show to what happens, how do you vet these people. We're not going to do that now. We're not, not going to touch on that now because it is a whole other topic that we can no, really – Yeah, it's a whole other process. Right. And even on our team, happens, we have a whole vetting process. Right. How, I mean, I mean I'd mean, i say this. I'd say this. There is a uh-huh. quick vet, which is how, 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 how much is the person looking for a fight versus – is how much are right. they looking to do service? Right. Well, are they that, looking, oh, that's one we've tangled with here in Seattle quite uh, personally. But, uh, yes, exactly. Big note yeah. there. That is a we great also, one. But... We also check to make sure, uh, you know, hey, does this person creep me out in any way? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. a big Always come up. Right. So, we're gonna, like I said, we, we have to have a follow-up show on that because every team has its own vetting process. And, you know, um, we see the worst 
happen when you take on a member too soon, you give them a branch or whatever you want to call it too soon. And then it turns out that, you know, the trial by fire ends in just mayhem because they're not who you thought they were. So we'll have one that's just about that because I think it's worth it. Um, with that red, you got to stay on because um, you can still, you know, everybody's going to join in on the conversation, but we're going to bring in, uh, your teammate and and uh, I think we'll do we'll bring in both at a time. We'll bring in Justin um, and we've got Brennan from um, Canada uh, on the line. And hi awesome. guys, I know you don't want to talk over each other, but I'm gonna go to Justin first. Hey, how goes uh, it? Hey guys. Uh, hey Brennan. Okay, so Justin, really hey, quickly, man. what do you uh, what are your two cents on this uh, recruitment process thing? Um. I not too much, but um, uh, having been recently recruited onto one of the coolest teams I know, Echo. Um, nice. <laughs> uh, I know it, it, it takes a while, and you definitely have to prove yourself and and training uh, with uh, more of the seasoned uh, members of the team is is always good. And I wanted to touch up on uh, meeting people at protests and, and uh, getting to know the community more. That's that's huge because I've started doing that here in Everett. And uh, the support group I've found out here and the, the people I've met is, is incredible. And, and I, I like it. You know, like attracts like. So, you know, you're out there doing good things. You're going to definitely meet other people who are got kind hearts and they're doing, you know, wonderful things for the community like you. So, like I said, it's 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 a, a better way to find to find recruits. Um, and and how about you, Brennan? I know you've got something to say about this. <laughs> well, maybe not quite <laughs> what you're expecting. Okay. Um <laughs> What I what I think about when it comes to to the kind of people you want to be seen with and the kind of people you want to work with um, is what kind of litmus test can you give them outside of obvious answers? Because this harkens back to me to um, you know when you you take these well back in the day when we took these tests on like Facebook and the questions that they asked you to figure out, I don't know, like what mystical creature you are or whatever it was, you know, all the questions were very leading, you know, it like you could tell from the four choices exactly which category that answer would stack up to. Right. Um, and there are far superior tests that do not do that at all. So where I'm going with this kind of rambling, but where I'm going with this is uh, we talked about this previously with things like, have you ever seen this person just leave a shopping cart? Like, you know, in the parking lot. Yo, I tried to explain this to my sister and my brother's fiance. And I love this one. I've heard heard this one, too. It's my dope one, yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. Uh, My favorite theory. And, you know, it's made me put my – I always did. Bug and I could never just leave a cart anywhere. But now, because of that – we we are going okay. Yes, we we definitely are the people who put them back where I, they belong. You know, I know I'm the first that's actually that's so funny. That's so funny. If I could just interject for just a sec, because 
in, in Seattle, Echo, during the first years of our starting, one of our main things that we did in, in one of our patrol routes, which is in the University District of Seattle, was picking up carts. And we actually, that was one of the ways we first got known by the community there was all the retail stores around there would know us for returning carts and saving them hundreds and hundreds of dollars on not having to buy new carts. And then they would want to take pictures of us and so forth. And that was one way we established rapport with the community was picking up carts. And we actually, we have an affectionate name for uh, uh, for that exact job on the team. We call it the glamour part of the job. (laughs) <laughs> which is just picking up the things that need to go where they need to go. If so, you're an super RLSH important listening, work. yeah, if you're an RLSH listening right now going, I, I don't want to go to a program, go help retrieve carts. That is an excellent, seriously, you know who benefits from that? Us, because they don't have to raise the prices on groceries because they have to buy new carts. Yeah, exactly. Trash. Pick up trash also. You. That works too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, pick up litter, all of that. Grammar part of the job right there. But but now, now that I and everyone else is interested in Brennan, Brennan, please explain what you were going to talk about. Sorry, this go is ahead. about right. everyone to hear about. <laughs> go right ahead. No, I'm, no, that's actually a fantastic response from, from everybody. That you all exploded in approval and agreement is, is, uh, is greatly indicative of how, an important, how important a characteristic that kind of thing is. That it's the little things. Like when you go to a Say you go to a restaurant to talk to these people for the first time. Do they disregard the wait staff as people, or are they as kind to them as possible because they know that that job sucks? You know, when you meet yep. people with them, do they uh, do they introduce their friends to you? Do they acknowledge the people that you're with, or do they just talk to you like they're not important? You know, where do they see themselves uh, in opposition or in accordance with other people? Um, do they do little things like take their shoes off the first time they go to your house? Like, obviously, this is what you do. Or do you need to fucking tell them once they're halfway through your kitchen? You know? <laughs> like, it's, it's little things like this that are indicative to me of a person's character. What kind of person do they associate with regularly? Okay? If you see them associating with some people that you wouldn't want to be seen with, I bet your bottom dollar that they're going to have fucking problems in the wings. I bet your bottom dollar because you attract the kind of people that you are like. And I believe that yeah. to the umpteen. You know, there's little character. You don't even have to vet them in a lot of ways. You can just observe a motherfucker and understand <laughs> what kind of person they are. You know? That's sort of and Actions more than words and trust patterns more than actions. That's right. Yeah. I can talk all the pretty shit. I could be a total piece of shit. You wouldn't know. But I talk real pretty, so you trust me, right? Oh, we know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so for everyone listening who didn't catch it, the thing we were all talking about earlier that we all explode happily about was uh, what's called the shopping cart theory. The shopping cart theory is big. Um, when you go to a store, a grocery store, and you use a shopping cart, you have two options. You can put the shopping cart back in the corral, or you can leave it next to your car. Uh, putting it back in the corral gives you, as a person, no actual benefit, and leaving it out in the middle of the road, out next to your car, or in the middle of the parking lot, has a negative benefit to people around you. So there's literally no benefit for you, but there's benefit to the people around you. 
So the reason it's indicative about someone's about someone's personality is is that is the the shopping cart user willing to put themselves or to do something that has no benefit to themselves, putting it away, or are they just going to do the lazy thing and leave it around, which does not help them, or which does not hurt them? So that's the whole thing about the shopping cart theory. Everyone here was explaining about, yeah, we all put it away, we all put it away. And when I explained this to my sister, who had a, she was like, oh, I feel bad, I don't always do this. I'm like, what do you mean? She said, well, when I have, when I have the baby, she had a baby six months ago. She's like, well, sometimes I'll put the baby in the car and I'll, and I'll just like push it really hard back or I'll throw it into the corral without placing gently. And that's not great. I'm like, no, 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 you're, you're missing the point. You're still putting it in the corral and that's what matters. Aww. It doesn't matter if you do it yep. nicely. It just matters that you do it. It's not, there's, there's no yep. green. There's no good, better, best. There's just, a whole do staff you put it away or of workers you? that have to come clean that up. You know, what do you think of them? Exactly. Right? They're people too. Exactly. You know, it's no. and a lot it's of people of, just don't think about it and they don't care. No. It 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 reinforces. I've always believed this. You know, that what makes you a hero is what you do when no one's looking. So um, yeah, exactly. I Integrity. Think that, yeah, I think that too many of us do everything for uh, you know just some karma or just acknowledgement approval from people you know we know that are watching. But yeah. It, just your sister doing that shows you even more so she's worried about how she puts it in the car. I think that's just, that's adorable. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I will even segue you that, that, is that someone else's car away. So oh that's my thing. I will segue off that rock is that even on echo is one of the reasons we say why we wear a mask is because, you know, it, it is about doing these acts without want of recognition. Oh, you know, yeah. We don't show our Good face point. because it's not about that. It's about doing it because it needs to be done. Good point. For the greater good, good for our communities. The so, greater right, good. In, in being an RLSH and wearing a mask or doing whatever you do, you know, there's a philosophical agreement that you, you assign yourself to when you, when you sign up to do this job that is that. And it's that I'm going to do what needs to be done, no matter the, you know, you know, if I'm in the place to do it, it's going to be done. You know, nice. draw attention to the cause, not the person. There exactly. you go. There you go. The service gets it. That's how we recruited him. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> See, you get okay. good recruits. <laughs> Every now and then we luck out and we get the most amazing recruits. Uh, Bug wanted to. Oh, I just remind everybody if you're on hold and you wanted to talk to us, be sure you press 1. Don't press it twice. It'll toggle. It'll toggle it off. Yeah. I think the voice will tell you if you're currently in the queue or not. So uh, So with that, we should, you guys, what no one's press going it anywhere. seven times? Let's, well, <laughs> let's see. It's an uneven number, so it'll probably go back to what they wanted it to be. If it were an even number, then they'd turn it back off. Think about that. It's the truth. <laughs> Okay, uh, so <laughs> don't think about <laughs> it. You guys think, okay, we've got somebody else on hold. You guys know we're not muting anyone. You guys are all still on. So if you want to throw in, always please throw in. So uh, from the two one seven area code, uh, you're on Heroes One Hundred One. Who's this? Hello, mate. Who's on here now? Do you two one seven? This is are uh, you there? Beacon from Illinois. What? <laughs> 
process with Nightbug <laughs> for the initiative. But uh with recruits there's not that many people in my no, area right. so it's kinda hard to find people. Right. It's well there were traits that you look for. Alright. Yeah, where, where where are you at? because um, I'm I'm gonna give you some some real I, I I was in Biloxi, Mississippi, and pulled off some some recruitment. So I'm going to give you some uh, some some. If you can do it in Biloxi, you can do it anywhere. Uh, Havana, Illinois. What is um? Sorry, Blue from uh, Biloxi. If he's listening, Falcon, we want to say Blue Falcon. Blue Falcon. Yeah, because that's one of my favorite people that you got from uh, Blue Falcon. Shout out. Blue Falcon is one of my best Heck friends yeah. who I have not seen in two years. Um, and I, I actually knew, I only knew him in person for like six months, but he's one of the coolest dudes ever. You know, Blue Falcon um, was one of our teammates, huh. Spirit Fox's original teammates. Hey, Blue, yes. we're taking good care of her. Promise. Right. Yeah. Right. See, so it's, um, you know, people are listening gonna... right now. Uh, if people are listening and they're going, where are all these people? You know what? I got to remind you, anything you hear tonight, if there's a link to it, if there's a link to a person, go and like our Heroes 101 Facebook page because we post all the links from anything we talk about tonight, from that Warrior Dash St. Jude thing earlier, to any of the teams that you're hearing from Bay Coast I'll, Guardians, we'll, Echo. It's, everybody's going to have we'll, a link. We'll, we'll post the uh, – we, there's a map. We'll post the map. Up yeah. for people. So, yeah. um, but what I was going to say was, so even in those small towns, there are recruitment methods. Um, if you've, and I know we mentioned it earlier, and kind of, and then kind of crapped on a little bit. You know, there's small uh, comic book, like like going to a comic con might not necessarily get you the, um, might not get necessarily get you the passion people. But we need people that are kind of interested and kind of get them into the passion. So, like, not every small town, not every small town in the nation has a uh, BLM protest. But they might have a comic convention or a comic store even that you can go to and go talk to people. Or a charity that they can do, right? You know. Or a charity event. You know, you have a comic store. I am helping. I am going to be helping my community with, well, start up a community garden here in the spring. Oh, yeah. That's where you get people. That's, that's how you start getting people. That is always that's awesome. That's where you get people. 
Yeah. You know, Great starter work. work. Exactly. Foundational. Very good starter work. That's how you get people. Exactly. Look at how we all got excited over the gar- community garden. You know why? Because how many of us are involved in that? Not many. And I believe that if there were one out, I bet you we would all start our little own superhero community gardens if we could. That, that would that's be a great, great. Idea. That's a, right? That is a <laughs> hell of an idea. To get I'm still trying to keep my basil plant alive, but yeah. It's a great uh, way to attract told, the right kind of people. I told them we could talk to the local stores in our area, like the local markets, mm-hmm. and whatever expired food and stuff they go to throw out, like vegetables and everything, we could use it and make it into a compost. That way we could help grow the uh, plants. This is not the crap on that. If you have stuff that's not expired but it's on the verge, because sometimes stores will throw that out too, that can go to the to the houseless in your area. If you if if you have them and if you have the stores that want to donate, like you know some smaller yeah, stores uh, want to give stuff. Like if stuff's gonna go bad in a day. They might be willing to give stuff to go out the next day. So that's something you have to think about. Impact. You know what a nerd your your co-host is? All I can hear in my head is is sowing the seeds of love. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm not making fun of it. I'm just like, oh, that's so sweet. They're sowing seeds of love. And I'm wow. You're a nerd. Have right? any of um, you heard of Do Good Inc. from Chicago? Yes. Yes, actually, because we got another. Uh, they on. actually just made uh, little boxes that they put up at the ho- housing unit and a couple of local towns around me, where uh, it's for kids who are hungry and stuff. They can go out to the box and grab a snack or something that they have out there, so they could have something to eat. That's cool. Legend Library, That's awesome. We got to find out how to bring that to our towns because, yeah, seriously. No, yeah, you got to find little out. things if you, here if you and there. They all build up one. to something good, right? Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, just if you're well, looking you for do. something like that, uh, you can get a hold of Do Good Inc. in Chicago, and they're really helpful and stuff. Okay, we're going to put they that have a link Facebook up. Page. Yeah. For sure. I, I mean, so, I don't know how many of our listeners own their own house, but if you do, you can build one of those little learning libraries on your own front lawn. Oh, yeah, we have or, a bunch of all uh, Speaking of houses, uh, this say, uh, week I'm, I'm actually getting ready to move. Yeah, I heard. Congratulations. You got Good your place coming out, right? Yeah, I nice. finally get out of a one-room into a uh, two-room place. That way the baby can have his own room and everything. Well, congratulations. That's fantastic. Oh, sincerely, congratulations. That's that's such a good and, feeling uh, to have your own kinda of have your own place with some ruin. Yeah. It it takes a lot of stress off because with the whole virus this year, uh I haven't really been able to work much since the virus because they let me go. And since I moved to a smaller town, finding work has been hard. But uh, I finally got that, and I'll be starting to work again on the ninth. Fantastic! Congratulations! Dude, seriously, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. congratulations. That's awesome. Like, that makes me love that. that warms my heart. So congratulations. It, and speaking of our, we're down to little Jewish heart. 
Yeah. Uh, we're down to about a little, little under 15 minutes left, and I wanted to know if anyone had any stuff they wanted to promo, yeah. upcoming events, or just <laughs> stuff that's been going on with your group or with you I personally. Will say, I will say I want a promo that, that people now, should vote. Yes. Yeah. 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 If you don't, I will come to your hometown and punch you. Vote. Get out there and go vote. There's going to be the Impact Cross Country Impact Tour. The second Impact. Yeah. This uh, this message approved by Red Ranger and basically every other superhero that knows their stuff. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, I I wanted your face if you don't vote. Oh my God. (laughs) Right. Giving that guy so much. I wanted to touch up on that. uh, there's more protests going on uh, because of the upcoming election. So there's yeah. a lot of that Especially going on, Seattle, not just Seattle, but uh, I've seen yeah. it in Michigan, Chicago, a lot of places now. Okay, are... and, and, and with that impact, I think we need to have a show about what to possibly prep for as a real-life superhero. Yeah, what we can do I, safely I was literally about with... to say that. So, yeah, um, we'll talk about that. Yeah. I've got I've got guests lined up in my head like like Grim. Um, yeah. Who's my yeah. favorite? Who's one of my favorite people in the world? Um, <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah. If as 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 things start winding up, please be careful because yes. shit's gonna about, shit's about to pop off again. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. as much as we oh, do, you know, as much as either we way. Either way. Either way. No matter who wins. Yeah. Someone's gonna be mad, and someone's gonna be popping off. Yeah. Also, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the the word parent thing here for a minute. I know people want to go out and like either protest or celebrate the night of your candidate winning. Maybe stay home November third. Right. Exactly. Stay home. Because people are gonna be pissed off and angry. And as superheroes, I mean, at this point. I don't know if we're going to stop anything from happening. It might be better to actually stay home on this one and just let things chill because uh-huh. it's going to be a bad night no matter who wins. We all have our hopes who wins. I'm not going to say it out loud because we're oh, not partisan. Um, <laughs> all right. We all, we all hope well, the non-orange fuck, fuck nut right. wins. The orange um, cap on these leave and I don't care if you don't want to yeah. listen to us anymore. That's what we're all real superheroes yeah, you know not vote for him. Um okay. the dude who <laughs> orange is the us, vote him out. There you go. Yeah, orange is vote him out. I will Brendan, say, though, I swear impact, we're all gonna come to uh, Canada and live with him if he home. We uh we're here. And all other all SH that are about something, you know if there's something to be done at the capacity that you can reasonably help no matter what happens, you know, what What are we here for? Let's go do it. Let's go ahead. I mean, Whatever I mean, you can thing, do. If you can do it, go do it. Judge, yeah, at the end of the day, that's about... I mean, that's it. <laughs> if you can... It, You're all yelling over each other. I believe can... someone we all knew uh, said it best. You know what to do. There you go. Yeah. Good. There it is. Yeah. There, there it is. is. You know, no. you know. Everyone's gonna have to make the choice. Everyone has to make the choice. Don't go out because you feel obligated. Go out because you think you can do something well. 
Yeah, I was going to say, Impact, when you were saying that, I know there are two people right now on Team Echo <coughs> who would not stay home that night because they know that they're they're going to want to be out there in case something goes down. Yes. Because that's what they do. Amen. That's not, that's not, that is I... not an everyone per, that is not an everyone right. command. That is a, yeah. fair enough. That is not for everyone. Like, not everyone can go out. If, if you are not if you were not physically, mentally, tactically prepared, don't go out. Yeah. If you, you are can do prepared reasonably. to get shot with rubber bullets or get into a fight with a Nazi, go out. And that if you haven't the, done it, if you've never somebody done, who's done before, both of those things, you don't want to do them right. unless yes. you've got to. That's not the nice If you've thing. never done it before, if you've yeah. never gotten yelled, if you've never had that shit happen to you, that might not be the time to try it out. That's really my point. It's, it's, <laughs> no, no, no. it's I agree. It's it's because it's usually a song by Red Ranger. Right. There's a first time for everything, but not for this. Right. Yeah, that's really my that point. Wow. That's really my point. Oh, God. Uh, Brennan? That's what she who, said. Yeah. Uh, Brennan. Now, uh, Brennan is from Canada, and you know one of the reasons we still love him is because you know even though you said you were you only talk for, uh when you say a boot, it's, it's it's so much fun. But you know what? So you've been uh, really we have quickly we have like nine minutes left, Brennan. I was going to say, what are your thoughts? I know it's taking a turn from what we were originally, you know, yeah. topic was today. But what do you think yeah, as someone okay. who's watching? Do you kind of, you know, how really quickly, you know, how they used to say Canada used to feel like living above a party. I I saw somewhere that it says can now yeah. Canadians feel like they're living above a meth lab. So <laughs> I did that once. It was not fun. Ooh, yeah. Right. yeah. So first off. <laughs> So first off, that's a Robin Williams quote that he did at, I believe, the Rose Garden in New York um, back in the 90s. Hmm. So that's Robin Williams saying that. It's like having a really sweet apartment over a meth lab. It's a bit mixed, but it's accurate. Um, Now, the thing is, as Canadians, um, we also have a lot of – you call them Republicans. We call them conservatives. They're basically the same thing. Um, We have similar problems. Uh, up here with people saying, you know what, if people are sick, they should have thought of that before they were born, and they should have planned for it. And we, you know, back in my perfect economy, we saved for these problems, and now we just solve them ourselves. And it's like, well, that's not how it is, and that's not the opportunity we had. So anyway, I'm rambling. Um, so getting back on point, um, no, the the biggest thing is actually that it's mostly out of the the citizens' hands. And it's almost entirely to do with the judicial the, the judicial system and um, the uh, electoral college, and yes. then it goes to the governors. And there's a ways that like Trump can lose and lose, like lose the popular vote, lose the electoral college vote, and still remain president. It's not a great system. However, no. the way that the election system works is basically an honor system, more or less. It could just become a feudal state. It's pretty easy, and it would be constitutionally legal. Now, he has to lose by to, a lot for that to happen, though. Like, yeah. yeah well, or, we, or lose by not very wild. much. I mean, it's 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 there's there's a a thing he has to make that happen. It's yeah, not there's there's some loops super to go through, but it's there. 
So getting back to what I was getting to originally, uh, looking at possible candidates uh, for people that you want to work with, um, what I was going to get to was it's the same kind of thing. People have been saying lately it's, it's about that time where you start looking for your your apocalyptic meltdown of society friends and see who you want to have with you. And it's like, well, I think that's the wrong way to think about it. I think you should be trying to make yourself the person who's on the A-team of everybody's list, right? Right. I think you should be personally trying to be that person. Because it's really hard to save the world if you haven't finished sorting out your sock drawer, right? Right. Hey, that's so true. That's one of our number one rules on Echo is you can't help anyone else's house until you have your own in order. Yep. That's exactly Make yourself indispensable. You know, if you ask your buddy, hey, did you bring a flashlight or did you bring X, Y, or Z? They go, why would I bring that? I was like, why are you here then? If, like, did you charge your phone? Did you even think to do that? You know, did, like, did you, do you do any of these things that are, even kind of necessary, you know? Like, if you go into their house and they have sweet fuck-all prepped for anything, you know? They have nothing prepped. They don't have a go-bag, which, I mean, bug-out bags are a very controversial subject, and that's a whole other conversation. But, like, do you have water storage? Do you have uh, uh, non-perishables? Do you have, like, do, do you think ahead in any regard? You know, do you pay bills ahead, if you can afford it, that is? Um, do, are you thinking long term, or are you just thinking, "Hey, I caught this cool costume on Amazon, and I'll probably survive being stabbed, but I have no idea what that's like, and I'm just going to go out and do things." Like, there's a big, there's a huge difference, you know, in mentality of like trying to get things done. That's one thing I'm wanting to fight us up. You know, it, 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 I could go on for a while, but I'm not because I'm rambling. So. Anyway. Well, then right. you well, have to come one, back on. One prevailing point is the real world is the real yeah, world. Keep and, uh, it ain't a fantasy land out here. You know, right. like I always say, well, it ain't good. amateur hour. So. Right. Uh, with well, this we new have... place, I'm actually wanting to set uh area to the side just for stuff like that where I could store water, non-perishable goods. Because, you know, I think that's, yeah. that's good to have. Yeah, you and, never and know when you're going to be asked to evacuate, right? So I you mean, never if you want that, that, buy those buy those jugs, those jugs that you can fill water with. Like those are super handy. Yeah. If you know something, yeah, because you have you'll have an hour warning of bad shit, so you can fill water up. So and another show we like can do. <laughs> that's another one oh, yeah. we can do, and I love okay. it. We can talk about the apocalypse, you know, <laughs> that'd be fun. We already. I mean, that's Scout's honor. Be prepared. Yeah, exactly. Oh. These are all just for the kind of people that you want to have. Like, do they have their shit in order and then some? Because those are the people who will help people, not the people who are like, oh, well, I haven't, you know, done anything about my shoes in but six months since I got I'll them, say this. and I haven't I'll say this. behind my. For your team, you don't, you don't need to start that way. Because I'm not, not to call Goody out here. But, like, I've given him multiple flashlights that, he, that it took him, for like, months to bring on patrol. Like, not everyone comes out super prepared, ready to roll. It's about being ready, willing to learn to be ready mm. to roll. Like, I was yeah, saying, when Goody and I started patrolling together, I was a walking toolbox, and he was the guy working for the tools because he had nothing. Nowadays, it's more of a, it's a, it's a 50-50 split 
because he's carrying stuff with him himself. And that's the I have like, like I have like three flashlights in my bag now. There you go. Yeah, exactly. And he had none of them before we met. All right, guys. Yeah. Now we are down to almost the two minute warning. Uh for those of you who are football fans. Um and is it bad, you know, I Rob? love it. Is it is it bad that I have football that'd be forty five more minutes, but hey, hey, is it bad that I have sowing the seeds of love stuck in my head now? No, it's not bad. You're yeah. welcome for the earworm because it's a good way. song. It's such a good song. God damn it. Um, you know, <laughs> and I know we went through a lot tonight, you guys. And like I said, I love that uh, we take notes, and I love that Bug will put all these notes up with all the links later. Um, so if you go, ah, what was that? What was that? That link to the to the community garden stuff and everything else. Um, so we and we have some really great ideas for some future shows. Now, even if it doesn't seem like Heroes 101 is on every single other week, it's supposed to be every other week. But Impact mentioned earlier, we have lives and there's so much going on that we try to do it at least once a month. You know, if we can do more, we will. We have 90 seconds. So with that. I got to thank you guys all for being here. I thank you, Justin, and always, and uh, Brennan. All right, dude, you rock. And uh, we got uh, Dark Defenders and Discordia. Thank you for being in the chat room there. And um, hey, so we've got Red Ranger. Beacon. Oh, I'm getting oh, yeah. Red Ranger. Um, you know, and, and Good Samaritan, we always love to hear your voice on here. Uh, and Thank you for having get, me. Uh, it gets impact all hyped up every time. Right? Yeah, <laughs> so, it does. <laughs> so we Love have plenty of shit talking each other so much. We right? have just nothing but shit talk with the two of us. There you go. That's right. That's a that's a requirement. Hour and a half of hour and a half of shit talk of jokes. Of shit talk. Exactly. He's my favorite Jew. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> He's allowed to. He has he my is. permission. <laughs> okay, so guys, we have Thank you guys for having me And as always, I am happy to be Justin Service Nice Thank you, love you guys and uh, Thanks we'll for having me Red Ranger signing off Sign off, y'all See you, Red Bye, guys Bye, guys, be safe out there Bye, everybody Happy Superhero Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.